good evening. You're listening to 101.9 FM CITR here in Vancouver, BC, Canada, and it's UBC Campus Radio. Didn't you know the show is Stereoscopic Readout? I'm your host, Darren. Um, and well, there's two things tonight. One is it's going to be a focus on the band broadcast, which is my favorite band of all time now. It used to be My Bloody Valentine, but for the last few years it's been broadcast, so there you go. Um, second thing is that this show has a finite lifespan. Um, I am now making the official announcement that the 18th of December will be this show's final broadcast because I am moving to Toronto. And it's a long story, but it's basically... My girlfriend is so awesome that her employer wants her to go out in Toronto and do great things there. And I'm along for the ride for a couple of years. Um, five at the maximum anyway. My girlfriend has made it very clear she does not want to leave Vancouver for more than five years. So there you go. We're not even selling the place. Anyway, that is, <clears throat> that's major announcement number two. But major announcement number one is it's going to be all broadcast all show long today. The band formed in Birmingham by 19, in 1995 by uh, Trish Keenan, uh, keyboardist Roy Stevens, guitarist Tim Felton, and bassist James Cargill. Uh, they also went through a revolving lineup of drummers during their uh, period. By the end, um, with Trish Keenan dying, dying in uh, 2011, unfortunately, they were down to just her and James Cargill. Uh, that was the lineup that played the Biltmore uh, that year where I saw them and actually spoke to Trish Keenan. Actually, sorry, they played the Biltmore in 2010. And I spoke very briefly to Trish Keenan there. So it was actually quite, you know, it's one of these things that I'm not terribly affected by celebrity deaths, you know, or at least not more so than any, um, you know, person I know or any person I don't know. But uh, I think there's two sort of, you know, quote unquote celebrity deaths, which affected me. One was Sid Barrett in, I think it was 20-06 and Keenan's in uh, January 2011. But anyway, we're going to celebrate the life and achievement of this band. And uh, what you just heard off the top was the, um, probably in my opinion, their finest hour uh the song the bee colony from 2010's broadcast in the focus group investigate which cults of the radio age which you know, as the title implies was a collaboration between uh the band and uh the design sort of uh how do you put it the design collective the focus group uh the most notable member of which would be julian house um that to me is just like, that's one of those songs that it just, it can't be improved upon. There would be no, to me, there'd be no point in trying to do a cover version of it because the original is just so perfect. There would be no improving on it or there'd be just like no other way to do that song. Uh, the Bee Colony. Also, uh, it's got, in my opinion, one of the greatest music videos ever made. If you go on YouTube, look up, uh, just look up Witch Cults because it's a, it's an edit of the song. It's actually um, edited down to maybe a third of its actual length, uh, from the album, but, uh, it's, it's a real stunner, um, directed and, uh, designed by Julian House. 
But anyway, that's enough babbling for me for now. We're going to start off with, at the beginning, um, they did release two EPs, Living Room and The Book Lovers, in, uh, you know, between 1995 and 1996. In, I think it was 1999, they were signed to Warp Records and put out a compilation of these two uh, EPs called uh, Work and and that was how I was introduced to the band. Very 60s, very sort of, it was almost like, you know, I would have described it at the time, or I did I did describe it at the time as like, say, a cross between Portishead and Stereolab. But in retrospect, they proved themselves much more than that. Um, lots of influences like, you know, from Henry Mancini to the United States of America to the BBC Radiophonic Workshop. And we're going to start off with, a track called Accidentals. This is 101.9 FM CITR.
Whoever said money can't buy you friends obviously wasn't a member at CITR. When you become a member, you get the Friends of CITR card with incredible discounts in the downtown area at The Baker and the Chef, Bang On T-Shirts, Beat Street Records, Dunleavy Snack Bar, The Fall Tattooing, Fortune Sound Club, Hits Boutique, Pacific Cinematheque, Perch, The Portside Pub, Save On Meats, and Vinyl Records. To find out more, visit us in room 233 of the sub on the UBC campus or go online to citr.ca. Do you like laughing, hilarity, radical thought-provoking creativity, and laughing? UBC Improv is UBC's home for improvisational comedy, theater made up on the spot. Like us on Facebook to learn when our next shows are. Search for us on YouTube for our film sketches. And follow us on Twitter because we want the followers. UBC Improv. Insert cheesy slogan here. Let's get it on.
And we are back. You're listening to 101.9 FM CITR and it's Stereoscopic Readout. And this is our, um, I wouldn't say annual because I know I've done one before, but uh, not within the past year. Spotlight on the band broadcast, a British band. Um, it, lost my place there. I was going to say came to prominence, but uh, they never really came to prominence, but they certainly did develop a uh, a very loyal following. Um, and what you heard just now was from a, uh, it was a compilation album uh, entitled Work and Non-Work, which is basically their first two EPs and was released. It was their first release on Warp Records, which was, you know, would be their home for the rest of their existence. Uh, started off with Accidentals and then a track called The Book Lovers, which I think probably was the most they were ever noticed uh, by the quote-unquote establishment when um, that song was selected to be included in the uh, soundtrack to Mike Myers' movie uh, Austin Powers. Uh, and the last one there, Message From Home, which if you're oh, was it El, if you're familiar with early L Stewart i think it cribs very heavily from his uh cover of Keith Ralph's uh, turn into earth anyway uh moving right along in 2000 they released their first proper lp um The Noise Made by People. This to me is like, this is my favorite album of theirs and I'd actually kill to get a copy of this on uh, on vinyl. Uh, I think it's probably one of the, uh, probably one of the best albums that could possibly be heard on vinyl, um, you know, outside of the uh, golden age of vinyl. But uh, I'll let you listen for yourself. I'm going to start off with, what was this? I'm going to start off with Long Was the Year.
Hi, this is Mick from Bell Sebastian, and you're listening to DITR 101.9 FM.
you on 101.9 FM CITR here in Vancouver. Uh, stereoscopic readout. Um, one of the, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Not declining, uh, definitely not penultimate because that means second to last. One of the uh, ha- last handful of shows that you will hear from me um, on um, CITR. Um, before the last show on December the 18th. And it's been a privilege. Um, I've been doing this since 2007. So not as long as some people here at the station, but, uh, it's been a good run. Um, anyway, we are in the middle of a retrospective. That was the word I was looking for early retrospective on the band broadcast. Um, you just heard selections from their 2000 release, The Noise Made by People. Um, off the top, you heard Long Was the Year, followed by Unchanging Window, Paper Cuts, and Look Outside. Uh, paper Cuts, actually, that was one of also, uh, that was also a rare, I guess, purpose made uh, broadcast video. Uh, so I think that I've seen it on, um, YouTube. It's basically the band performing with a, uh, in a room with a dream machine. 
And if you don't know what that is, that's a whole other story. But uh, check it out. And uh, the last song you heard there was Where Youth and Laughter Go, which was on the Extended Play um, EP released in uh, before... uh, Sorry. They released an EP called Extended Play before Noise Made by People came out. And then they released a second EP called Extended Play 2. Anyway, Where Youth and Laughter Go was off the first EP. It's also available on the compilation of... uh, B-sides and rarities and so forth, uh, The Future Crayon, which was released in 2006. Uh, In 2003, Broadcast followed up with uh, their second full-length album entitled Ha Ha Sound, and it was also, it was was a, mm, it was an evolutionary step. They didn't have the sort of, uh, I guess, rigorous retro futurist um sort of feel that noise made by people had they were starting to get into you know random sounds um found sound sort of uh, just you know abstract use of synthesizers and percussion instruments uh to embellish and uh probably you know in some cases even overwhelm uh the actual songs that they'd been writing also, they were starting to move into a more, I guess, a more new wavy sound as well. The lead-off single from that album, Pendulum, is probably a real, the most radical departure uh, into that area on the album, and we're going to be listening to that in a bit. But uh, there were quite a few very shining moments in the album, as you're going to hear right about. Now, we're going to start off with what... Well, we're going to begin with before we begin. Should my sentence falter? Oh, 
The Cat's Pajamas, a phrase to describe something super awesome or cool. The Cat's Pajamas, a super awesome and cool radio show featuring the latest and greatest indie pop, rock, and more from Vancouver and beyond. The Cat's Pajamas, every Friday at 10 to 11 a.m. at CITR 101.9 FM. Having trouble finding affordable, fresh-baked goods and coffee? Come down to Agora Cafe located in the McMillan Building at UBC. There's also space available to study.
back with you on 101.9 FM CITR, and um, those were selections from Broadcast's 2003 album, Ha Ha Sound. Uh, you heard, we be, heard uh, before we begin, uh, Pendulum Winter Now, which is also one you can find on YouTube. I think that's even a CBC performance, uh, CBC studio performance, so that's well worth looking for. And last one there, sorry, was there... Um, cover of a song from the 1970 Czech film uh, Valerie and her Week of Wonders uh, entitled Valerie. They followed um, this album in 2005 with uh, Tender Buttons and at this point I think they were down to I think they might have been just down to uh, Cargill and Keenan at that point because there's a song called Minus Three on that album, um, denoting the departure of yet another member of the band. Um, I don't know what order members left in, but by the time that this uh, album came out, Roy Stevens and Tim Felton had left the band, leaving just Cargill and Keenan at the helm. So um, at this point, the sound changed actually quite dramatically. Uh, up to this point, they were uh, broadcast was using a lot of uh, Walt's time signatures uh, with the drumming like six, eight, three, four, and so forth. Uh, this one seemed to be straight ahead because uh, they were just using a drum machine at this point, which drew comparisons with uh, the Welsh, excuse me, uh, you know what? Let me just look at something here. That was it. Um, drew comparisons to the uh, late 70s Welsh New Wave Act Young Marble Giants. But um, as you can see, we are going to... Well, you can see right now. Well, you can hear it right now. Anyway, this is actually the lead-off single from that. I don't think there was a... Uh, there wasn't a video for it, but it was uh, released as a single. This is America's Boy on 101.9 FM CITR.
Galileo here and bent on a scientific experiment. All men do bicker about which falls quicker. A pound of feathers or a pound of lead. Look out below there, mind your head. <laughs> back with you on 101.9 FM CITR it's stereoscopic readout this is the uh, last few minutes of the show and as you know or can probably deduce this is a uh, retrospective on uh, the band broadcast um where did I begin that I three tracks from their 2005 album Tender Buttons you heard America's Boy Black Cat and the Goodbye Girls and then um a second song from their uh, collaboration with the focus group from broadcast and the focus group investigate which cults of the radio age you heard I see so I see so and the last thing you heard there was from a uh, it's from an EP uh, they released it was sort of like a, a tour only release that they were selling when they uh, toured that album um, called Mother is the Milky Way and you heard In Here the World Begins. Uh, the last thing which is official that they have released was the soundtrack to, um, excuse me, the soundtrack to the uh, film which was released last year, Barbarian Sound Studio, that is also out on Warp Records. Um going to hear a song from that. Going to hear a song from that, and then uh, one last song from Tender Buttons to round out uh, our look at their career, and um, say goodbye to Trish Keenan. You're going to hear Tears in the Typing Pool, but in two separate interviews last year, uh, last remain or remaining member of the band, uh, James Cargill, announced that there is actually another broadcast album which can be released. Uh, there was some sketches and so forth which had been recorded with uh, Trish Keenan's vocals over them um, and apparently there's enough to release one last album of stuff so hopefully that happens sooner rather than later um, other than that this is from Barbarian Sound Studio and uh, up next is Evan hosting for Ben on Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell so I will see you next week
Do, do. 